Welcome back to the podcast, Damn You're Tall. I am one of your hosts. Actually, let me rephrase that. Welcome back to the five-star podcast. See, I need the soundtrack. You do not need a soundtrack thing. You do perfectly well without a soundboard. Anyway, welcome back to the five-star podcast, Damn You're Tall. I am one of your hosts, Felicia, a.k.a. Fifi J, along with Graham, a.k.a. Sir Reads A Lot. Welcome back to this lovely Monday that we're recording this Saturday as you're listening to this. And we got some news topics to talk about this fine day. I don't know if you want to start it off or you want me to start off? I usually start well, off. Well, since you normally start off, I'll start off this time. Um, Boeing has been sick. And anyone who's been following me on social media has seen some updates on him. And the current project is petting his cute little head and scratching him under the chin. Yes, you're a good boy. Um, also has been um, feeding him white rice and hamburger meat with all the fat drained off. Which has been significantly more complicated than what I'm usually feeding him, which is just regular dog food where I just kind of dump out. Oftentimes it kind of scatters because he's constantly lunging for it so there'll be food just kind of scattered all over the floor that he has to chase down one point he was attacking our recycling can i couldn't figure out why one little food pellet had that he had knocked free somehow got under the recycling so he was trying to knock the recycling over so he could get to his one little food pellet this dog is kind of a pain in the butt but he's okay he's okay we've been feeding it he's he's liked his rice and meat and um i don't remember what the brand name is but it's a gut flora thing that's supposed to help his his little tummy his little tummy actually his intestines more than his tummy stomach but whatever so i guess start off on a sad note he's feeling better yeah he's been that's not a sad note he's just a little sick right now he's feeling better um he's he's pretty much back to normal actually I am about to say, he is like 20 years old, so he is a pretty old dog, so things are going to happen. Or he probably got into something, more or less. That's probably what happened. I assume that, because I take him I take him out three times a day, and I assume, yeah, I do. She just gave me a look like I don't do that, and I do. Sometimes his lunch break is a little late, but I take him out three times a day. But he's quick, especially when it comes to food. So I'm, what I'm suspecting is that in one of those trips, he snagged something before I even saw he ate it and probably just gulped it down whole. That's probably what's causing trouble. Because he's had issues before where he's eaten, like, legitimate food, like little pieces of steak or something like that, and it's upset his digestion. Because, after all, he's basically a one-food animal now. He eats just the dog food. And that's a known issue for canines. So, yeah. He's feeling better now, so... By the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be back to normal. So, what else you got? I stumbled into a weird place on YouTube. I told you you went down, like, the rabbit hole. It wasn't a rabbit hole, because I went down for, I went down precisely one channel, which is, for some reason, YouTube started recommending me this Scottish guy's YouTube channel where he takes care of cow's feet. He trims hooves. Yeah, that's what YouTube does. They're very good at recommending in their algorithm. Yeah, but normally, they, normally what they recommend is bizarre although it's got this this weird tendency to keep recommending me various weird bondage videos which first of all don't seem like they belong on youtube and second of all i don't know why they keep getting recommended to me i'm not watching bondage videos mostly what i'm watching is military history and then tabletop games so i don't know how bondage comes into those 
Sometimes it can be a little off. Well, you are in like a different country in VPN, right? Yeah, this this VPN is in Germany, which I was going to mention too. Uh, that, um, yeah, which is now the ads instead of recommending me like China Date, which is or something whatever that thing was, where it was trying to recommend me that I should start dating women from China. Now it's recommended that I date Slavic women. This VPN is great and yet oddly weird at the same time. <laughs> well, it sort of makes sense. It's It apparently believes that I am a man, um, apparently believes I'm unmarried, um, and or in a... No, I'm, say, I'm not saying... I'm saying what it believes I am. So it it's, it's thinking it's got this unmarried German man, so obviously it would just throw this Slavic dating thing at me. And that's just kind of weird. It just, yeah. It's it's been bizarre. Is that all you want to say about it? Well, I've never bothered to watch the ads any longer than like the ten seconds required before you click off it. So I don't really know. I don't know why I should date Slavic women beyond the fact that um, based on the videos, uh, they're young and they have large breasts. I mean, that's the whole point of that. <laughs> to be honest, is like, hey, big boobs. Yeah. So that's. And they're carefree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Not trying desperately to improve their economic situation by marrying somebody from a larger economy. Not that at all. All right. What else you got? Because I got some pretty good stuff. Or is that it? Oh, and then the one other not YouTube hole I went down is, um, was it was a very short hole because it was, and this is why it's weird. This is a, the VPN too. I think with this one, I was in New York. It was recommending me a Japanese dental clinic that did videos of tooth repair, and a lot of them were there where they would clean off huge amounts of tartar and gunk off teeth, and then there's just these huge chunks of corruption would fall off these teeth, and it was uh, kind of horrific, actually. I didn't like it at all. The hoof guy's kind of nice because you could tell he's helping the animals and he's got a very soothing Scottish voice. He plays soothing music. So this kind of got this relief element to it. That dentist one was kind of creepy. Yeah, that seems very weird. God, you might want to start unrecommending those yourself. I don't... <laughs> or change your VPN. Yeah, maybe I'll switch over to, I don't know, France. I'm in Canada right now, so... Well, those are very odd topics. Luckily, I have some fun ones. How are those not fun? They're weird, weird things. Boobs and teeth falling out. I didn't say anything about teeth falling out. I said about big chunks of corruption coming off of teeth. Although, apparently, if I went down that hole longer, there were videos where the only thing holding teeth in the jaw was the junk. So there were some videos where the teeth came out. But I didn't stick around for those. I didn't stick around very long at all. Yeah, change your VPN. All right, so on some more fun news, not teeth falling out. Well, I mean, boobs can be fun, but some uh, teeth not falling out here. The NBA is starting back up this past week. Preseason has started, so woo! NBA starting back up, and the MLB season is winding on down. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> Well, I mean, because, I don't know, I was talking to Larry about this, that baseball is so boring. Like, it's not fun at all. Baseball is 
is the well, golf exists, so I can't say it's the most boring game in the world. Yeah, but at least oh, well, baseball people hit a ball far, but I don't know. They the main thing people always say, oh, you gotta go to a game and just sit in the stands. Like if the fan, if the stands are more exciting than the actual game, like and you that could be said about anything that has alcohol. Okay, football, basketball, any major sport that has alcohol, people are gonna be crazy in the stands. But at least you're watching. I don't know. People hit each other and people score and move. And like soccer, they're moving all the time. Baseball is like. One dude at bat, one guy throwing a ball, and that's it. <laughs> I, I think I've already come to my stance about baseball. I just don't find I mean, people probably find my sport boring, which is fine. It can be boring, to be completely honest, because sometimes they stretch it out long for no reason. Like, they'll have a standing there for 30 minutes after we're done, like, the first few throws. Like, it's unnecessary. I don't know why. Like... Track could be so much faster, but that's like a whole other discussion. But yeah, so basketball is starting back up again. Yeah. I will say of the sports you watch, basketball is the least boring. I mean, football, we went to, we even went to a Colts game a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was all right. We had pretty good seats. I thought you enjoyed it. We got I did. I enjoyed watching, I mentioned before, I enjoyed watching all the support staff and all this that was going on the edges of the game. What I did, it's there. It's it's interesting to see just how much support goes into twenty-two guys slamming into each other while a pigskin shoots around. I will say, like when, because I mean, football does kind of move. It's like burst. You get like a burst of there's like a long run that lasts for a few seconds, but like in between, there's a lot of downtime. Like when they're moving chains, or if there's like a re, especially like a replay. Oh my god! Like we were watching a game when your dad was over here, football game, and the last, like, two minutes was, like, ten minutes in, like, real time. Because they, they had to stop the clock, like, oh, wait, no, go back to this. So, yeah, football can be kind of slow. But at least in basketball, it kind of moves, like, constantly. There's always something going on. Yeah, that's that's why I would call it superior, is because of the constant motion. So, yeah, that means it is... Officially fall this, but a couple weeks ago, a week ago at this point, a couple weeks ago. I don't remember the official beginning. Is fall I don't remember the official yeah, date. We're in, we're, in we're, in we're in fall now, so that means Midwest falls. I have that written down for some reason. I feel like Nicole Byer, where she just writes like random things, but it's also spooky season now. That means Halloween. Woo! Yeah, we're gonna have some. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna do a whole lot, but I'm sure we're gonna see a. Some of the people in our neighborhood have already done stuff like what's been really popular is those projector lights. Um, they're using them last year too, but they'll, they're a light you point at your house and then it has now for Halloween, it's like ghosts and pumpkins and stuff projected on the side of your house. And I've seen, you know, we've done it for um, other seasons too, but that's a neat one. There is a pumpkin patch near us, but I don't think we're ever going to bother getting a pumpkin and carving it. We could, if you wanted to. I mean, we could and, like, post a picture or something. I haven't carved a pumpkin in a while, but we'll just see. I mean, as it gets closer, maybe we'll think about it. But And the thing with carving a pumpkin is when you carve it, it starts rotting. Well, I mean, it's already started rotting as soon as it's taken off the vine. But it really accelerates the rot because now there's a whole bunch of holes all over the place for, you know, microorganisms to get into. And... Based on a video I saw, apparently moose enjoy eating pumpkins. 
So there's a, a mo- there's a bull moose just chowing down a jack lantern. It's amazing. Oh god, I knew you'd like that. So yeah, I got spooky season, so that means I'll be watching a lot of scary movies. I went to go see Venom this weekend. Graham didn't go with me because I thought he was gonna be playing uh, some D and D with some friends, but that fell through until Sunday. So I went with. Shout out to Beeler, Will Thomas. We went to go see Venom, and I'll do, like, a quick recap, so. Like, if you didn't like the first one, you're probably not going to like the second one. I enjoyed it. You saw the first one. What did you think about it? You probably didn't like it. I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, it was kind of your basic superhero movie without a particularly interesting superhero. The villains are always, like, a hit or miss. If you have a good villain, which it's very rare to have a good villain. I think the best villain has been in... um black panther because he was like spitting fat mm-hmm. in the truth like he was the best villain you're like i don't want him to die well well a good villain in a one way to to evaluate a good villain in a in a movie or comic book or any form media for that matter is if they require the protagonist to go through character development like if if you're I think that's what makes a lot of um, Batman villains kind of dull is they don't require Batman to do anything different. He just does the same old Batman stuff, you know. But a, a good villain requires them to um, take risks, do things they normally wouldn't, be tested in their morality and their desires and everything else. That's what makes them more interesting rather than just um, a another angry muscle man that wants to, you know, punch New York into space or whatever. I guess. But yeah, the the villain in this one was Carnage, and I don't read the comics, so I'm just going in as like, strictly, I watch the movies. I don't really pay attention to the comics because the comic books have sprawled out to many a different ventures than the movies, so and you can do a lot more with the comics, but yeah, Woody Harrelson is Carnage, and then you got Tom Hardy, I suppose i say Tom Brady. <laughs> that would be a very different movie. Tom Brady as, as the Venom. Yeah, symbiote. Tom Brady as Venom. He's just shooting Venom balls at him <laughs> with his arm. At age almost 50. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, so Tom Hardy is Venom again. And I thought it was a fun movie. I was looking at a little bit about uh, the black uh andre the black nerd mm-hmm. he's on youtube i watch him a little bit on his movie reviews because he's like nostalgia and all that type of stuff and he was like if you didn't probably didn't like it if you didn't like like early 90s 2000 like that like comedy kind of like fun tropey mm-hmm. type of and i was like oh yeah that's kind of what it was like it tried to be like funny like batman and all that stuff like the early early comic book movies they weren't like trying to be super realistic or marvel is kind of fun but they are like super actiony. This is like more on the fun side. I thought it was fun. There was some funny moments in there. The one thing that bothered me, of course, well, two things I say. They used like a search. It wasn't Google. It was like find it mm-hmm. something.net. I was like, could they not pay for Google? Or since it's like a Sony movie, they use Sony phones, which no one uses Sony phones except for in these movies. And the second thing, Woody Harrelson is bald, which is fine. Like, he's got the little cul-de-sac thing. Fine. He he rocks it. Perfectly fine. They gave him a horrible-looking wig to me. Oh, okay. Well, you're also very sensitive to wigs and extensions and any... You are. You're always quick on picking out any sort of hair piece. Yeah, but they made it like... Well, first of all, they changed it in the original one. Um, They made him like Ronald McDonald. 
Yeah, like that curly like part and mm-hmm. almost like what's his name? The Frederick Douglass Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. Except it was like short and blonde. So they changed that out, which I thought was a very good decision. And they gave him like like a kind of a shaggy haircut. That was fine. Because it was all shaggy. But when he got out it like changed and he had like it looked like somebody just put like a toupee on his head. And then he had little bangs and he like straightened his hair down at one point. I was like, I know he's bald, but they could have like, I don't know, swooped it off to the side. Nobody wears their hair. It bothered me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's just like a nitpicky thing. But I had fun enjoying the movie. Uh, but I, you know, we were talking about it at the end and Mila was saying that Carnage is like thinner. Like he's as strong yet stronger than Venom, mm-hmm. but he's not as tall. They made him huge in the movie. So, um, on one level, that makes sense for a movie. A movie being a visual medium, typically your bad guys are taller than your good guys. But I say that realizing that comic books are also a visual medium. So that is a little bit of a, a, I suppose, understandable one to make him seem like more of a threat. But it's a little odd because comic books, I mean, uh, you know, comic book movies like Sin, Sin City is just the Sin City comic books in a movie. You know, you could, they are a visual storytelling medium that translates very well into a movie or a TV show. Well, yeah, he was talking about, like, that, that, uh, and I didn't know who the lady was, and I was like, she looks very familiar. The woman playing, uh, the, the band she used, like, the Scream, or, I forgot her name in the movie. But she was also in Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was like, ah, oh, that's what I, she was Calypso. Oh, Naomi Harris? Like, she looks super, huh? Is that Naomi Harris? Did it say she was in Venom? Na- Naomi Harris was in Venom, but I don't know if she was in... I'm trying to figure out... She was, like, she was like the only black character in that movie. It's true. So, there's only like one black character in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have her down as Tia Dalma because she plays two roles. But yes, yeah, it was um, Naomi Harris. Okay, yeah, so she was, I was like, she looks familiar, and I told Will Thomas, and I was like, she looks like the lady that was, like, the whatever in Pirates of the Caribbean, and I looked it up, there like, ah, I was right. <laughs> but yeah, her character, I, I don't really know too much about her or anything, but she has, like, the scream, and the Venom symbiotes are, like, super sensitive to fire and sound. So, and, uh, what's his name, uh... The guy that played Carnage. His character... You mean Woody Harrelson? Yeah, Woody, yeah, Woody Harrelson slash Carnage. Um, they were like... It's set up to be like there's mutants in this universe. It's kind of confusing because Sony doesn't own... Like, they only own uh, Spider-Man and I'm guessing Venom. Well, from what I remember, and I was never a big Marvel guy, Venom starts out as a opponent to Superman who eventually develops enough to get his own line of materials. So he is, yeah, he's, he is tied in with Superman, not Superman, Spider-Man is from the beginning. Yeah. Cause they've had a movie with Venom in it, but no one liked the third Spider-Man. So like with this one, it's in association with Marvel cause it's not like Marvel property. So I don't think this is going to be on Disney plus. But, yeah, they assume, like, there's some sort of, like, uh, 
mutants in this universe, but we don't really know how she gets her powers. So it's all that stuff is confusing. But anyway, they're kind of like dating because he goes to like this little halfway house for like kids because he killed his grandma and his mom pretty much when he was younger. So they sent him away and his dad abused him, of course, like beat him up to death. Well, not to death, but sent him there. And then they took her away because she has like powers that they're getting too strong and they were separated for a long time. And then he basically bites Will, or not Will Tom, uh, Tom Hardy's character. And he's like, I've tasted blood before and that's not normal blood. What's wrong with you? I mean, there's some other stuff too, but this is just getting to like the meat of it. He escapes and then Carnage kind of like engulfs him, but they're not like compatible. They're just kind of working together at that point. Uh bust her out and that's when you find out you know he's like you need to shut her mouth because um this is carnage talking and he's like you need to shut her mouth if she does that again she's going to be dead and that's like oh well that's going to be a nice little rift like as soon as he busts out like he's not gonna like her because she's like that's her power is screaming and I'm just going to fast forward through, like, the fighting part. It, you can go see it. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, it, I will note that at least according to IMDb, this is one of the shortest superhero movies ever at 97 minutes long, making it, the sh- according to this thing here, shortest superhero film to be released since 07's Fantastic Four, The Rise of Silver Surfer, which was 92 minutes. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yep, she gets killed. Spoiler alert. Again, we'll put it in the... <laughs> The title, spoiler alert, we'll, Graham will put it in the show notes. Um, she gets killed, and then, like, the cop that... She lost her eye in the beginning because the cop, um, when they were transporting her, she didn't want to leave, so she screamed really loud, busted his eardrums, and now he's working as a detective and trying to figure out, like, he's like, oh, shit, they're, like, back now, you know, modern day. And towards the end of the movie, he gets, like, blue eyes, so we're all, like does he have powers now? It's not really explained, but I mean, Carnage dies and um, Tom, I was supposed to say Tom Brady again, Tom Hardy. I want a movie where Tom Brady's a superhero. Tom Hardy like goes off because they're hunting for him now. And he goes to like some Island because Venom's like, I want to feel the breeze in my hair, even though he has no hair. (laughs) Yeah. And they're just kind of chilling on their, uh, rendered beach because it's definitely green screen (laughs) and i was like yeah this is really bad i was like yeah that's really bad green screen but anyway and then the end credit scene which is what everybody was talking about because they go back to the um spider-man movie and it's the point the second spider-man uh far away from home i believe because the third one's coming out this year around christmas and He's like, Peter Parker, that guy. And we're all like, wait, what? And it kind of like jumps like in a time shift or something. It wasn't really clear, but that's like the big thing. Because they're like, in this universe, Venom doesn't have any beef with Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. Like he's out in California. Peter Parker's in New York. Opposite sides of the world. Country. Country. Country, not the world. Sorry. And I'm like so is like because what's the guy with the cape dr strange mm-hmm. it's supposed to like in the trailer for the spider-man movie like turn back so people don't know who he really is because he can't like function like everybody knows he's spider-man now mm-hmm. and he asked dr strange to put like a spell on him and like 
turn back time because he has like the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he still has the time. Stuff. I don't. Uh, I don't anyway, the, aren't all the stones in the gauntlet or whatever? Well, they got destroyed. I can't remember. I'll have to rewatch that movie. But yeah, so I'm assuming maybe something with that happens. But I don't want to like reach too deep into it. I was like, I'll have to see the Spider-Man movie. That's basically because those two in this universe, they do not coexist. Like unless they bring back Tobey Maguire and old dude um, uh, that played the amazing Spider-Man. He only got two movies. Yeah, look it up. I, 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 I don't know. I'm not sure how to look it up. So, Tobey Maguire was the first Spider-Man. And then Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was the second one. No one really liked. And then they got... Um, Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. Now, like a younger guy. So I'm like, in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, he had Venom. So I'm like, is that what this is going to be? Are they going to have like... Because everybody's wondering, like, are they going to have all the Spider-Mans in there? Like, what's going to happen? They're like... I'm pretty sure you're going to have to find out, and I'm going to have to see this in, like, the movie. Wasn't that Miles Morales one, the one where they had all the Spider-Mans? Where there's like, 70 million Spider-Man. Spider- Into the Spider-Verse? And, that was a really good movie. And, 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 all I really know about that is that it had Miles Morales, and there was Spider-Ham. And that makes me ludicrously happy whenever he comes up in our Marvel um, Splendor yeah, game. Spider-Ham. So, yeah, that's... Basically the gist of because it. Because he's a pig, and he's got the Spider-Man logo on his snout. <laughs> oh, my God. Spider-Ham, Spider-Ham. Don't actually know if he has a song or not. Don't really care enough to do any actual work. Oh, Spider-Ham, okay. Spider-Ham. So, yeah, that, that was Venom. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. So, we'll have to wait and see about the... It's getting people way hyped. I think if people are more hyped for the new Spider-Man movie than the Internals movie that's coming out in November. I'm kind of excited for well, Eternals is kind of coming out of nowhere, it seems like. It's like it's in part because the MCU kind of finished with, um, what was it? Phase, like, three or... Yeah, but, like, it, it, it basically finished with Endgame. And now they're kind of, like, trying to... But they're not restarting it, right? This is still after Endgame, right? Yeah, they're basically going into, like... Shang-Chi. So Shang-Chi is also after Endgame. He's in the new phase. But Black Widow was in the old phase because that's what's come out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Eternals. There's supposed to be another Captain Marvel movie. The Spider-Man movie. There's supposed to be a Black Adam movie in there. At some point. There's a lot of stuff going on. Like There's there's still a lot of characters they have to... There's supposed to be another uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just, I mean, from a timeline perspective, Guardians of the Galaxy is off as its own own world but like what oh also there's supposed to be another thor movie too well what what i'm just kind of getting at is that the timeline for the mcu reached a finale you know with endgame and yes going back to comic books there's nothing stopping you from setting your story about black adam or whoever before there's nothing stopping you there um, that introduces some complexities when you're trying to maintain internal connections to the other movies. But, yeah, Eternals just seems like they're adding a new thing on to the setting. And so it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the ties, the tie-ins that, you know, the characters aren't the ones you already know. You know, these are, it's a completely new cast of characters, apparently a completely new cast of villains. So it's like, so, yeah. That's kind of funny with, like, every new Marvel movie. They're like, 
in the Eternals like trailer, like, why didn't you help with like Ultron and all stuff? And they always have to be like, well, we're not supposed to get into those type of battles. I'm like, bitch, people were dying. <laughs> Y'all could have stepped up like, we only help when there's like this type of monster. I was like, so one specific monster? <laughs> That's it's it? Deviance, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I saw Yeah, something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. They're like, where were you when like Thanos came and just snapped the world? And you could have like saved everybody. Like, we don't get in those type of struggles. Like, that's below us, peasants. That's what it kind of seemed like. I'm like, what? Y'all could have helped build the buildings back up or something. Always, we need to make, you need to write a screenplay. I was thinking about this. Like, whenever there's like, uh, call it, uh, like, fucking Superman crashes into a building. Like, who? Like, remember the sketch in Saturday Night Live, yeah, Batman? Batman? Well, actually, the uh, DC property, The Authority, kind of did that. That came out in the 90s, and they were, and it was sort of an answer of, like, if there are superheroes, why are there all these bad things still happening in the world? And they had stuff like the, because they stopped the war in Afghanistan, the Soviet one, not the American one, because it wasn't written by the, like, they stopped the war in Afghanistan, and they intervened in Rwanda, and all these other things, and part of it was that they were, good guys but they were also this group of like five people that were slowly drifting away from what everybody on the earth wanted to do and that that was more interesting it also had basically a gay batman superman romance set up in it um but that was another thing so that like the idea has been kind of explored but you always have that problem when you strap superheroes on the existing world you kind of have to explain either Either they're in a completely different world that just looks like ours, where there's always been superheroes, or you can kind of do the, um, oh, the Professor X, uh, X-Men stuff, where the superhero, the superheroes are emerging, so that's why they didn't do stuff before. You could sort of do it, DC sort of did it, like if you go back to the old World War II comics, where you have, like, Shazam fighting Mars who's backing Hitler or Captain America who's literally fighting Nazis like that's a possibility that's that's a, that's always a problem you have with those sort of um sort of settings is that what were why were the superheroes not there for uh Pompeii or for Krakatoa or for World War Two or the Holocaust or the Holodomor or you know where where were they for all these things that's always kind of a problem yeah, but I was just thinking about that, like, not getting too deep, like, all you were saying, but I was just like, somebody's, like, restaurants gets window smashed, yeah, like, yeah. who's paying for that? Well, they actually had kind of an interesting thing in um, Authority where they had a massive battle over, it was either San Fran or L.A., um, and later on, the Earth gets invaded by a parallel Earth, and they're like, oh, apparently they're already just unstable because this city's mangled, and they had, like little signs up this building coming, you know, t- three years from now and all these other stuff where the Superman punching a dude through a building actually like you have to, somebody's that's become somebody's job is to fix the building. Dude, if you're like, like a constructor in like Gotham mm-hmm. or Metropolis, that's Metropolis probably more than Gotham because Metropolis has Superman in it. That's true. That's true. And he's just like laser eyes. <laughs> You just see somebody in the building like, damn. Well, there goes my office. I guess I'm working from home this week. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, if you're, like, an instruction person, you're like, yes, 
another battle of aliens. Woo! I'm gonna make some money. You'd be like balling. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I come to your neighborhood. But it's always in the city. I would live out in the suburbs. I'm never living in the yeah. city. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the reasons for a city, too, is a readership issue. But based on population, most of your readers are going to be in a city. So it makes sense to put it in a city. I'm like, I'm living out in the country. I'm building my house out in some farmland where they ain't <laughs> nothing. Maybe a rogue spaceship, but then they just leave my house alone and go straight to the city. I'm like, city's that way, bro. <laughs> like in uh, Men in Black, where they just yeah. immediately yeah. start off going towards the city. Yeah, that's what I would do. It's like, if you're like anybody that works like an engineer mm-hmm. or anything, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm moving out to the city. Here's my rate. You got to pay it because you want this building back up mm-hmm. here. You want our city to look nice. I don't have a big ass mansion. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Just start. Think how, how many jobs that would produce too? It would. It would. A whole ass building. It would, it would have stopped the Chinese. Right now, there's. And I can't remember the name of that Chinese real estate company that's in a lot of trouble right now because it's it's heavily over leveraged and everything else. Like, well, apparently in the in a in a superhero world, they wouldn't be over leveraged because they'd constantly be having to rebuild cities from one thing or another. Yeah. So. I, mean, I imagine I like the devastation that was in. Uh, the Avengers when they were in New York and for some reason they had to fly the nuke into alternate Earth or whatever. Whichever one that was. Uh, I think it was the first. Yeah, it was the. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've really been following the MCU as you can tell. Yeah, so. no, you don't. But on the like Rotten Tomatoes, it got 58% from the of course, the critics, but 85% from audience, which is who it's really for. Well, I, I think this is what I was talking with you a little bit when you mentioned that stat. Like, a lot of times, critics want more from a movie. They want a movie to be more than just the bare bones. You know, they want... They're in, if you become a critic of movies, you're interested in movies as an art form. So you want movies to push beyond, you know, a little bit. Like, I think that's one of the reasons Black Panther was, was popular with critics, too, was that they went beyond having a very, very bland villain. You had a very believable, understandable villain. Whereas this one, it sounds very much like it was just designed as a fun, you know, bam, bam, punch, some stuff blows up, you know, probably some machine guns or whatever kind of a movie. I think I think a lot of times critics want more from what they're watching than audiences do. That's true. So that's all I had for that. I thought it was a fun movie. It wasn't like I mean I came in expecting very low expectations. I have no idea who Carnage was, and I'm glad they changed up his wig <laughs> from Ronald McDonald slash um, Frederick Douglass. But but yeah, I thought it was just you know I thought it was better than. Black Widow. Me and Will Thomas agreed because Beeler hasn't seen Black Widow yet. I was like, that was like a C Marvel movie. Like, it it was so old. Like, there was so much stuff that's happening in, like, the TV shows at Mm -hmm, that point. mm -hmm. They pushed it back a whole whole year that, I mean, it wasn't, like, bad. It was just, like, an average. Average superhero movie. Yeah, because we all know she's dead. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Endgame at this point, it's been spoiled for you by that. But, yeah, she's dead. Right. So it does. It does, and that was one of the things I was talking about with the sort of they've they've basically sort of ended their timeline by having that. So now, when you set if you set a movie beforehand, it can be hard for your care your viewers to care because well, she's dead. So it's kind of like, well, why do I sit around and watch this movie about her stuff before she dies? It doesn't seem to be as relevant. So 
at at some point I think they're gonna push some sort of a reset on the setting, but that's not at least not for the next couple of years. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure they got a lot of a lot more stuff in the works. There's the TV shows and stuff on Disney Plus that are still happening. So there's a lot of stuff. I mean, they spun a whole series out of one side character with WandaVision. Well, two side characters with WandaVision. That's true. And Loki has his own show. I still haven't watched that. I still got to finish that. Um, and then the What If series, which people are really liking. What If, which in a lot of ways is basically just how comic books were in the 90s, where it's just every week they were restarting or resetting the, the storyline. So, yeah, there's there's that. And I think, oh, no, Hawkeye's getting his own show in, like, December. I think it's kind of set up like a Christmasy setup theme for this show. Like, because it's releasing in November, like around Thanksgiving time. So it's like a season. Like, there's a lot of Christmas stuff in that show. I was confused for a second. Then I realized you said Hawkeye, not Green Arrow, because Green Arrow already had a season. Yeah, that's DC, I believe. And he has his own TV show on CW, I think. I think so does The Flash. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's... The Flash, who should not have been in the one ensemble movie we saw. What was the ensemble DC movie we saw? Oh, Justice League. And I oh. saw the uh, extended version, which... It was like four hours long. I watched it. It took me like a week because I was doing it when I was like, well, this is the perfect time. I'm retwisting my hair so I can knock out an hour and a half. And I watched it a little bit after that. I was like, okay, I need to take a break, which is good because it was on HBO Max. I can just like pause it and then come back and I was like I'm not watching it again because <laughs> it was like four hours and it did give you a little bit more like in depth to each character which was great because the movie got cut to, to shreds and there was like someone's like wait what well one thing I I brought up when I when you started watching it and I did not watch it with you so I'm going to probably say some stuff that that's filled in is that when you have a movie that's four hours long it's clear you have too much in your movie because by four hours you've transitioned into a trilogy or a t- or now in the era of limited run shows, a TV show. You don't have a movie anymore. You have too much stuff. And yeah, and I've, I've always maintained that the problem with Justice League was they had too many main characters. And then they added one more by bringing Superman back. They already started with too many characters. You know, because you can get away with Batman and Wonder Woman. They both had their movies, and both of them are pretty easy to sum up in a single statement. You know, but then you add in Cyborg and The Flash, so you have to set up both of them in your movie. And now you've used up a huge chunk of your running time just setting things up. before. And then and you also have to set up your villain, whatever your villain was. In that case, it was uh, Steppenwolf, I think. You know, so now you've got, now you've got to set up all these characters. And where does your movie happen? You know, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Yeah, they just added a lot more exposition into it. So that, probably, that movie, like, I don't know who would sit through, like, Endgame was three hours long. And that was pretty long. And you couldn't, if you, like, first of all, you didn't want to miss anything, so you couldn't go to the bathroom. So it's like, hey, you better... Like, I don't think I saw anybody in my showing. I went there, like, that Monday, and it was packed still. Like, I didn't see anybody leave. Like, if you try to show this in a movie theater, first of all, I don't think they would show it because it's four hours long, mm-hmm. and that's taking up too many, like, like you'd only probably play this, like, a one showing of a screen, and you'd lose money on well, it. Well, yeah, because you're a four-hour movie. You can run two movies in that same space. 
Yeah, and I'm pretty sure people aren't getting up to get snacks. I mean, that'd be perfect to get like snacks and stuff, but you probably don't want to miss any. Well, well, you kind of always put in an intermission. That's always an option. I mean, that's not something that's very commonly done, uh, but so it's so wait. It would be like it'd be even longer, even five longer hours, hours. Yeah, yeah. longer than well, depending on how the intermission goes. Like, that was it. Seven Samurai. They had an intermission. How long was that? Like fifteen minutes? I don't think it was that long. Ten, 10? probably. Um, Gettysburg had an intermission as well, but I don't remember how long that one was. Um, but yeah, there's, it's an option, but it, yeah, it extends your running time then because now your theater's tied up even longer. Now with this era we're seeing now where they're trying new things, like the place we went to ran the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings movies. And those are each like four hours long, but those have the backing of some very, of a large number of very passionate fans that I don't know necessarily exist for the Marvel Universe. Yeah. yeah. Well, you mean DC. Oh, yeah, DC in this case, but really, either. Get it either. right, Graham. Jeez, fake fan. Distinguished competitor. Do you get that reference at least? Fake fan. That's what Marvel used to call DC at times. What was DC's original name? District of Columbia? No. Wrong. <laughs> Uh, downtown comics. Detective comics. That was kind of they. Close. Uh, they dropped it some time ago, and they're just they're they're one of those things that's just, just DC. Just DC now. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So. We. I do want to start that. What if? Because Will Thomas was like, "Have you seen the What If?" I was like, "Nope. I'm waiting for all the shows to come out. I like to watch it, like binge it, sort of. Like I want to have the option of not waiting week to week." I don't like that, especially with like streaming how it is now. It's like, okay, I'll just wait. And I'm just like, okay, I just won't look at anything like spoiler wise because nothing has been spoiled for me yet. But he is luckily, he was like, oh, I don't want to ruin it, you know, ruin it for you. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, nope, haven't yeah, seen You always have the issue of then you might be spoiled on social media and then you'll throw a fit because people apparently get really mad about spoilers. No, I haven't been spoiled. And I saw Endgame on that Monday because I couldn't get tickets. And I was like, you know what? I'm staying off of social media. And there was like hashtags, you know, not to spoil it. And I think people actually did a good job. I mean, there were some people trolling, of course, like, oh, such and such died. Like, uh, John Tony Stark died. And I didn't get anything spoiled for me. I think there was like a football player. And then he was getting death threats because he spoiled it. Yeah, people took this shit seriously. I hope those people are cooling their heels in prison. Like, I was like, chill, like, people, okay, like, don't spoil the movie, like, don't go out, you know, like, you can talk to the people you just saw it with, fine, but don't go on, like, such and such gets killed and all this, like, don't do, don't be that guy, because people were, like, sending death threats, like, the internet will find you and (laughs) dox you, so, and he's like, I didn't think it would be that serious, it's like, dude, these are, like, nerds, these are hyper nerds, a lot of them, so, yeah, but... Now it's been, like, so long. I mean, at this point, if you haven't seen it, you're going to miss, like, a whole section of movie, which you haven't seen. I I think you have, because I was watching it one day. I may have seen parts of it when you were watching it at some point. That That is a possibility. That's how he usually sees Marvel movies, if I'm just sitting here watching. Because I was watching, like, re-watching some of the old movies. I was watching Captain Marvel again. Uh, well, that's not that old. But the, like, first start of, like, Iron mm-hmm. Man. I was mm-hmm. watching that one again, and... You just kind of happen to be in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you do. And just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's how you watch it. Basically, yeah. Oh, there is one thing before I want to talk about before. 
It is. Since it is the fall now, guess what's back? I don't want to guess. Pumpkin. Spice. Lattes. So you're getting your Ugg boots on? No. I hate pumpkins. I don't like pumpkins. I don't like pumpkin pie. I'm not a huge pie person in general, but... I see it all the time at Costco. I think one time your mom and dad, I went to Costco and they're like, did they have that pumpkin pie? I was like, yeah, they were just like, they were like handing them out. I guess you can only get mm-hmm. one. And they're like, why didn't you get one? I was like, I don't like pumpkin pie. Like we do. I was like, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know y'all liked the Costco pumpkin pie. Well, I don't know if they like Costco pumpkin pie or they just like pumpkin pie. But that thing was huge. Remember that? Uh, I got like a, uh, was it a chicken pot mm-hmm. pie for us? Cause I didn't feel like cooking. I was like, Oh, let me just go to Costco, get one of these for like 20 bucks. Perfect for us. It fed us all. And we had some leftovers. It's basically as big as that. That thing is huge. And that was like a five pound chicken pot pie. Yeah. So that was, it was pretty hefty. Yeah. That was a pretty good uh, pot pie. Except for the fact that they insisted on putting peas in it. So that was a downer. Oh uh, yeah. You didn't, you don't like peas though. But, uh, yeah, that that pot pie is pretty hefty, and that pumpkin pie is pretty hefty. But I just don't like, like I'm starting to see all the stuff like out in Meyer now. They're changing over to like, well, one thing they got all the Halloween stuff, which I'll allow now because mm-hmm. it is October. You know, basically get this whole month since Halloween is at the end, mm-hmm. and now they're starting to put out like basically all their uh, what is it? The stuff for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing like beef broth and pumpkin stuff and all the spices for cooking so i'm starting to see all that come out now i wonder if uh when christmas is gonna rear its horrifying head i'm surprised it wasn't out oh uh we were out in when disneyland they had halloween stuff Mm -hmm. out and that was in august yeah that That i think may have also been a timing thing because you know they they're not going to shut down the park completely so it may have been just a like sort of pre-staging process as well as a changeover process. Yeah, so they had all that stuff out. So it's like the changing of the seasons now. It's kind of like starting to get a little chilly now. But it, today was like perfect. It was like 60, like something in the morning. So it was like a nice cool breeze. Still a little little warm, but not too bad. And it was like a little rainy. I only know this because I practice outside still. So it's still important for me to know the weather. But it's like that weather... It's like perfect where you don't have to turn on any air or heat. That's what I like. Like that in between like spring and winter, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that time. And then now fall and winter. I like that. And it saves money. So (laughs) I really like that. It does do that. Cause we got two like space heaters. So we don't have to turn on our heat. Cause I'm like, look, we got all these damn blankets and quilts your mom gave us. <laughs> and we're going to use them. And we just close the door and kind of just block ourselves off. Basically like a little heat bunker. Pretty much. I'll like warm up the room. Like, in, cause we'll have one in your office. Cause we can't have them both down here. Yeah. It, like, yeah. Click. Flips the breaker. Yeah, so. yeah. So he has one in his office that he'll probably use in there. And then I have one in the bedroom. So I'll probably hunker down in there. <laughs> Um, but I like usually turn it on right before bed and it's all nice and toasty with the dog, your little friend. I hope it snows a lot so we can throw them in the snow this year. We actually got uh, uh, quite a bit of snow last year. It is fun to drop him in snow. You you don't drop him very high. He's not a very big dog, but you drop him and just, he's just like, 
And he sort of looks around like, oh, oh, I have to move. Sometimes he'll just stand there. I'm like, I'm not yeah, getting he'll, he'll stand there like he's expecting you to rescue him. You're like, no, I put you in this predicament. Why would I rescue you from it? So, yeah, that uh, we just throw him in there and he's like, all right, well, I'm as tall as the snow. So I got to like slowly move through this. It's so funny. Like, that's the one fun thing about having a dog with short legs, especially when it's like snowing really high. Oh, and then he does the when it's high enough, he has to hop all the time. So it's like this. Almost like this snake-like motion, like... Oh, yeah. It's really... He is clever, though, because he when he's with his brother, Sal, Sal's far more energetic and adventurous. So he just lets Sal go, and then just sort of plods through the trail Sal's made. Yeah, that is fun. So I'm excited. I'm going to try... I think we should do something for, like... I want to do another Fall Colors video this year. Since we have a lot of trees, try to go to some different places and mm-hmm. get some cool drone shots and all that stuff. And I like the changing colors. It's, I think yeah, it's, you can get that out after you get the Gen Con video out. Yeah, yeah I'm working. I'll actually work on that at work tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm planning on taking it. You work on it at work? Well, the lady's like, you can do homework. So technically, that's kind of like my homework. All right. Part of my job. Mm-hmm. I see a guy just sitting there on his laptop all the time, and he's supposed to be working. He's doing his homework. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing to do in the morning well, that's sometimes. True. That's true. I'm basically there to make sure like people don't break the place or die. Or the building lights on fire, yeah. Yeah, like there's, like, because we keep track of how many people come into the gym. There's literally, like, 20 people that come in at my shift. So, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is pretty peaceful, and I can get, I can watch stuff on YouTube. And oh, so you can start watching the hoof trimming videos. No. And I'm actually pretty smart about it. Like, because we have two monitors, so I'll open up an incognito tab and go on, like, Netflix or YouTube. And I'll sync it up on my phone so I can hear, but it's on the big screen. And I have it on my phone, and I'll just sync it up. Or I'll just watch something on my phone because I don't click on Netflix at work. I was like, what if I forget? Or I'll have, like, that playing, and then I'll have, like, sports in a row. Right, yeah, you do like to do the multiple screen things. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So, I think it was pretty smart. And I'll have, like, three screens tomorrow when I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anything else you want to talk about? Oh. No, I, we've got some stuff coming up, but I think, I think we'll save it for the next one. Um, so you know what we got. To you're looking at your phone. That makes me think you're going to punish me by Graham! making... Graham! I D K. That's what I was afraid of. K. This one should be easy. You ready for it? Go ahead. Oh, the phone doesn't work. Oh, you can't ask me how to... Uh, really? We just went dark for like two seconds. Okay. This one should be really easy. I say this. Low key. Low key, that just means like you're not trying to draw attention to yourself or it's just not something that you want to make a big deal about. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I have the definition. It's like, oh, I have not the definition, but I have the, uh, like, a sentence if you need it. And I was like, this is low key fire. No, that's. No. I thought you were going to be like, you mean low key like the Marvel character? I thought you were going to be like a no, smart no, ass. I- well, that that Loki is a little bit different because that Loki is almost like more like I don't want to make a big deal about this even though it is actually a big deal. I gotta start coming up with some like some stuff I don't say all the time, just some off the wall shit. Like, I'm gonna start Dutch. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start making it well, up. Well, not making it up. Just, you know, increase our language understanding by taunting me with other languages I don't speak. Oh, one more thing before we go. Mm-hmm. I did forget about this. I did do a poll mm-hmm. on um, Instagram and Twitter, and they both basically came out right. the same thing. Right. Um, I didn't get that many votes, but that's okay. Working on my uh, representation on there, trying to get all my numbers up. But I ran a poll about the Squid Game. We'll probably talk about this in another podcast, but I did run a poll because it's like the most popular thing right now. It's like, ah, okay, this is popular. I'll talk about it. Um, I was like, the question was like, would you survive the squid game? And pretty much I put yes. And then on the Instagram I put hell no. And everybody was like, hell no. <laughs> and I did the same thing on Twitter and everybody was like, hell no. <laughs> I was like, I think I'd make it through like the red light, green light. And uh, what else? We're, I forgot what episode we're on. We're getting close to the end with you because I've already watched. Well, it there was the honeycomb challenge. Yeah. Or whatever they call yeah. that, where they had to lick out the shape and then, or carve out the shape, and then they had tug of war. I think I might make it through the first three. Red light, green light. I think I could make it through. You just basically gotta, you know, freeze. Yeah. And like the honeycomb, like I have no idea what you're gonna do, but I would definitely not pick the uh, star, the umbrella. Well, the thing, but, but the whole point was that you had no idea yeah. what these yeah. shapes even meant. Like, for all you know, it yeah. was going to be a keep yourself dry challenge, and they would hand you an umbrella if you were in front of the umbrella. That's door. true. That, you know, because that was... And then there was, was, like, the circle and then the uh, triangle. Mm-hmm. I think I would go for the triangle. Mm-hmm. That seems like the, one of the... Well, it's got lots of straight lines, so it's easier to snap off the edges. Yeah. And yeah. And I like that one time I just break a little corner off, like, pow. So, yeah. And tug of war, I think I could be good at that. It's both your it team at that point, yes. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, that was the whole point because the the old man, everyone's like, "Oh my God, we're all gonna die!" And he's like, "Uh, excuse me, I know what, I know I'm, what I'm doing, doing here." So we made it through like four episodes. So we're gonna talk about that once we finish it all. I'm gonna probably finish it up this weekend. We'll talk about it in the next podcast. That was one of these I was kind of referring to being in the future. Oh, the future. It is unknowable. With that note, that is the end. If you want to follow us on social media, follow me, Felicia, a.k.a. Fifi J, Fifi underscore 247 on Instagram, Twitter. Follow Graham on Instagram, Graham Mildrum. I think it's Graham D. Mildrum. Maybe. It's Graham Mildrum. I'm pretty sure he's probably the only one on there. And send us some questions. I want to do like a episode with just like nothing but mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. So damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Send us some stuff. Send us. I will I will say this. I will answer literally any question you send. Within no, not within reason. The answer you get may not be what you expect, but I will answer any question you send. Yes, so we want to do some stuff like that to interact with the audience, and we are a five-star pod. Yeah, she's saying that based off of uh, Apple I, uh, Apple Podcasts or yeah. iTunes or whatever it is now, ratings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so five-star podcast. Send, them some, send us some questions. Damnyourtallpod at gmail.com, or get send them on any of our mm-hmm. social medias. Mm-hmm. We can do it that way, or follow the DYT pod. I haven't plugged that mm-hmm. enough, mm-hmm. so it's or not Instagram, uh, Twitter. Send us some stuff, and we'll read it on the podcast. Yep. So, if you ever want to hear anything in my beautiful voice, send it to us so I can read it. Because I have a beautiful you voice. Hear my beautiful I, do. I do. I do have a beautiful I voice. Do.
Somebody said I sound like Whoopi Goldberg. I guess that's a compliment. I didn't. I was like, I guess she's a black lady. It was like at school one time when I was trying to do like some promo for mm. something, and they're like, "You know, your voice sounds like Whoopi Goldberg." I was like, "I know, I don't have the most feminine voice." Like whenever we go to like a drive-through, they're like, "Thanks, sir." I was like, "I'm not a sir. I don't identify as a sir. My pronouns are she and her." <laughs> Ass. <laughs> But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.